Hey folks, this is Tallinn. Right before the episode gets started, just wanted to make sure you knew that we are performing a live Craigsistential Crisis show to a live internet audience that could include you. It's going to be happening on Saturday, the 25th at 8 p.m. Uh, via Kickstand Comedy. They have a Twitch stream, so it's twitch.tv slash kickstandcomedy. Or you can, you know, go to their Facebook page, and I think it's going to be streaming there as well. We're going to have a panel, we're going to play some games, and it's going to be a very fun version of this podcast that is going to be uh, making a little bit more effort, let's <laughs> <I> say. <laughs> Rude. We'll, I think we'll it's make, We'll make just as much effort as we do in a recording show. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. This I feel like what you normally hear is like Craig's Central Crisis in PJs on a Saturday morning. And what you're going to see is Craig's Essential Crisis, Friday, 8 a.m., uh, ready to rock and roll and impress everybody. But don't get confused, because it's Saturday, and it's at 8 p.m., and it's on the 25th. So, did I make that clear? Did I make that very, very clear? It was perfect. And you'll get to see our faces. Yeah. Come see our, our lovely uh, faces that I haven't seen outside in a bit. Uh, Yeah. Crexus Mental Crisis, live, kickstand comedy. That's twitch.tv slash kickstandcomedy. Or go to Kickstand Comedy's Facebook page for more details. Bibbidi-bye. I figured that's how I'd end. I liked the bibbidi-bye. Bibbidi-bye. It's kind of my catchphrase. Happy, happy week five. For me, I don't know what it is for you. I think it's that is accurate, which it sounds, it's like... It's everyone's number is different. Is what yeah, I've learned basically. It's you're counting from the day that you were told and and decided to stay inside. Um, for some people, it's week three. For others, it's day forty. For others, it's week five. Day forty. Ah, bringing up Lent, are we? Uh, because our Lord Savior uh, has risen. Risen indeed. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Was that a, a subtle Lent reference? I, I like detected to... there. <laughs> Insert some subtle religion, uh, just to keep people thinking about the Lord Yahweh. <laughs> I am that I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you have a good Lent? I don't know. <laughs> well, that happen? Uh, I am my Lent. You know, it felt very much like a Lenten experience because I believe I believe Lent is like when Jesus went into the desert and just like had a terrible time, and I think that's. <laughs> I think that's about what I feel like. Although, you know, to be honest, like I, I think I discussed this, like really hit a, a, a brick wall week three or so. Coming out of that, feeling better, uh, feeling not great, uh, but definitely feeling like I'm, you know, kind of settling into uh, some normalcy. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know where the days have been going. I feel like I haven't done anything. And yet the days fly by, I feel like, like so fast. I think they are really running together in a major way. Like, if anyone, and, like, I'll have check-ins with my work, and everyone will start the meeting by talking about how their week was or what they did. And every time I have to think about a previous day, my mind goes blank. It's like it yeah. didn't happen. It's just like, I don't think I did, I don't think I did a thing other <laughs> than work and sleep and eat. And, and I, I know I did, but I can't remember when it happened. <laughs> Yeah, and it feels like also like something maybe that you empathize with, maybe not, is that like I feel like, you know, during the before times, so much of like my personality and my timekeeping and like my hobbies were improv, which is something that in all ways is something that is not allowed 
to be done right now. Like you just, you can't yeah. be in groups of people. You can't be in front of an audience. Um, and I feel like that was like a real timekeeper or a real time, like, you know, it like took up a lot of my time and now I haven't done improv in five weeks. And like, so I'm like, who am I? You know, yeah. like, like not, not really missing it a whole lot, honestly, which is kind of shocking. Like it's been a really nice break, but mm. like being like, what do I do? That's interesting now. <laughs> yeah. I think we were fairly busy people before this every night and now it feels like no, but I feel like that has uh, turned into just spurts of weird, random attempts at comedy will come out of me during the day. Oh. Like, Elaine I'm glad and I you will... said it that way. That's not gross. <laughs> good, good. I thought it was the most uh, graphic way I could put it. But it's just like, you know, Elaine and I will be talking about some some nothing. Just nothing. And and all of a sudden <laughs> we'll be doing characters. And we'll be yep. <laughs> doing weird, quirky character bits. And, and it's... Uh, <laughs> I think that's why. I think it's because I don't have that outlet right now. Yeah. So, I've been you coaching can't. an improv team for my work, and uh, honestly, it, it's been fun. I just feel like the, the stressful part is warming up, because it's just, you warming up over Zoom is just hell. It's hell. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... I wish all improv rehearsals were all warm-ups. I'm a monster, and I love warm-ups, but I also understand that doing them over Zoom is like a different animal. It's a different world. It's it's, it's very limiting. different. And also, yeah, I'm not... I don't like warm-ups. I, <laughs> I just like doing the thing. Nah. I understand the point of warming up, and, you know, this is probably why I'm not, I don't get a lot of work as an actor. But uh, what? it's just all no. warm-up-based. You know, it's all warm-up. But... It's they blacklisted you because you don't. <laughs> I heard Talon Bigelow doesn't like warm ups, so we're gonna blacklist yeah. him. <laughs> uh, Talon, I think we'd like to offer you the. Hold on, hold on. Let me. What did he say? Oh my god. Uh, thank you. We'll we'll call you. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes. Can't Sorry, count my how life. How many times that's happened? Yeah. Can't fucking count. Um, I have been getting into a lot more trash TV lately. Ooh, what's your poison of choice? Elaine and I have been killing a lot of daylight burning it away on a uh, real housewives and we we'd started mm. this before things went down but now we literally put it on eight hours a day <laughs> there's so much wow. of it that you can do that so yeah we are I've, in se- season five of real housewives of beverly hills i think the uh i think the only real housewife thing i've ever watched and enjoyed was somebody did like an asmr version of one of the the scenes where they just whispered And then, like, every time a chair was thrown, like, they made, like, a nice ASMR sound of a chair being thrown. Uh, It's a really (laughs) wonderful experience. Um, But that's pretty much my experience with uh, Real Housewives. That's that's about as much as I know about it. It is wild. It is, uh, it did start as, like, look at these privileged children in adult bodies, like, who just have no idea how to communicate with each other and are dealing with all this fabricated drama around them. And now it's like, I really hope that Kim, you know, gets her shit together and apologizes to Kyle because <laughs> she really didn't deserve what, what happened. Um, so I've made the transition into, I guess, just full-on caring, um, which is wild. And yeah. also, watch the first episode of The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, which I don't know if you've seen... Tell me more. For this. So I feel like every Bachelor, Bachelorette season, uh, especially Bachelorette, comes with at least one guy who like shows up with a guitar and tries to win over 
the girl that way by just being mm-hmm. a musician. And that's his thing. And he's the mm-hmm. worst. And mm-hmm. The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart is like, what if every contestant was the worst? <laughs> and they don't even sugarcoat it. Chris Harrison comes out at the top of episode one just to say, like, look, A Star is Born is popular, and that's what we're doing here. <laughs> Which is, I haven't seen A Star is Born, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a happy ending. Yeah, I don't think so either. I also have not seen it, but judging by the tone of the people <laughs> who talk about it, who have experienced it, it, yeah, it doesn't seem like it has a happy ending. It doesn't seem like an ideal love story. Uh, but it burned bright and hot, and that's what reality television likes, you know? I guess so. So, um, I'm very much looking forward to more of this show, because... Every every guy thinks they're Bradley Cooper, and none of them are. None of them are. Well, only one man can think that and be that, and that is Bradley Cooper himself. Yeah. Where do you think, do you think Bradley Cooper's hot? <laughs> oh, boy. I don't think I do. I think he's like, um, okay. no, I, no, I don't. I think he's pretty hot. I think he's, he's, he's pretty hot, I would say. Hot? Like hot? Yeah, 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 sure. He's attractive. Serial killer hot or no? He's too soft. I think I could serial kill him. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> not that I would. Not that I would. But not I could if it came down to it. I think Bradley Cooper is fine. Is is like a fine actor, and I respect his work. Um, but he also looks a little dirty. And I guess if you're into that, then cool. I am. You literally just said my exact type. <laughs> <laughs> you you summed it up like that was exactly like nail American on the head. Gerard Butler vibes. Ew. Okay. No, not Gerard Butler. Ew. Well, he's crusty. It looks Russell like his Crow? face. His face is a sandwich that got stuck in your backpack and it folded it on itself. Sorry, Honestly, that was really mean for Gerard Butler. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I was gonna, um, I was gonna bring him on. As a surprise, like I was my segue into introducing him because he's a big fan of the show. But uh, actually, he just hung up the Zoom call. So, oh, dang, another sponsorship partnership destroyed by my strong opinions. Yeah. Oh, he's writing me. Um, yeah, okay. So he's not going to be able to do the show. Um, I guess we should just continue. The show. I mean, Bradley or Gerard, you've got a face for radio. So why not? Why? Why? You know? why he's probably. Why are you still doing this? You're kicking him while he's down. <laughs> he heard you the I'm first not. time. I said he had a face for radio. That's not a compliment. Well. Okay. It I'm is start if you're interested sh- in getting in, in on radio. That's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> are you going to start like the us. show? Are you going to yeah. start the show? I'm starting the show. Okay. Prove it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how. Ew, what was that weird laugh?
Welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis, a deep dive through the misconnection section of America's favorite list and a deeper dive into ourselves. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And if you don't know, now you know. Uh, the misconnection section, of course, is a section of Craigslist that is a place for personal ads about chance encounters that writers didn't get a chance to act on, so they post them there in hopes of connecting. Or it's it's just for just the horniest people, just who don't even care. Who don't even who don't even care. They That's care. all. They care about getting their dick wet. Yeah, they just want to get that beak wet, or they want to get them holes filled, just <laughs> stuffed. A and that's it. A beak or a hole. Those are the two genders. The two genders. That God made, so don't try to mess with them. There are two genders only, <laughs> and they're a beak and a hole. <laughs> oh, Sarah's on her beaker hole soapbox again. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, listen. The other thing we do in this podcast is we uh, cherry pick our misconnections for each other to read, and we cold read them. We've seen them for the first time here, live. Not live, but, you know, live. <laughs> I like the way you said we cherry pick them. We are connoisseurs. This oh, is yeah. a real a real art to pick out, you know, only the finest for you. <laughs> you all don't have to go through the ones that just are like, hi, woman on 55th Street. No, Nice tits. Not. Nope. Only the finest misconnections are good enough to be a part of Craig's existential crisis. And right, fed right into your ear hole with our beaks. There you go. Beaks and holes. We uh, <laughs> circled back to that one. Yeah, I'm going to keep bringing that up. I like it too much. <laughs> well, now we have to make a t-shirt. I wish we would. I really wish we would. Well, wait until quarantine's over and then we'll figure out. At what point, how many fans or, like, how many episodes do we have to do to be able to sell merch? Okay, when, <laughs> I, think we, I think we have to be able to capitalize. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, so if you want merch, tell a friend about this podcast. If you want a Beaks or, Beaks or Holes merch, you tell your friends. If you want a Beaks or Holes beanbag, send nine ninety nine to Greg's Essential Crisis at P.O. Box. Four five two eight six one eight one. Don't give them a real address. Don't eight, do two, it. Six one W eight one W. Is that Are an address? You, that was good. I broke a little bit. Uh, do you have a misconnection for me to read? Oh boy, I thought you were queuing one up, but yeah, I well, probably uh, do. I was queuing one up to send to you. Look, here's the honest truth. Okay. Tell me the God's given truth. Uh. The, this is a bunch of misconnections. I have like 12 misconnections. Wow. And I can't, there's no, I can't tell which one would be like, which okay. ones are Okay, where I'm going to put know? you out of your, I'm going to put you out of your misery. I just sent one for you to cold read for the very first time with your eyeballs. Uh, take it away. Thank you very much. Here we go. Flagger chick working on Kalama Col- Col- River Road. Is it Kalama? I never really tried it. Uh, who knows? Okay. Who knows? Flagger chick working on Kalama River Road. Mm-hmm. I get to see you twice a day. Your hair is in a ponytail, and you always wear jeans with sequins back pockets. Thank you for helping to improve our road and being a happy face out there. I drive a green Subaru. Give me a hang loose next time I drive by. I'd love to connect sometime. Okay. Hit me so, with a hang loose. Hit me with a hang loose hang next time. Hang loose. Here's the thing. Are you really going to... Just throw out a hang loose on the the chance that this is a person who's looking for one. Mm, well, when you see the green Subaru drive by, 
but here's the thing. It's We do live in Portland, you're right. This is Portland, Oregon, <laughs> home of the Subaru. So there's like you're gonna you're going to be making a fool out of yourself to someone <laughs> throwing a hang loose at every green Subaru that passes you by. I mean, making a hang loose at any time is a little bit like making a fool of yourself. I feel like, you know, like I went to Hawaii and was like told to do it. So like I feel okay and like doing it in all my Hawaii photos. But the minute I got back, I was like, no more hang loose. That is not me. That is not mine. <laughs> what are even, are any hand symbols like acceptable in a photo? Peace. I can't help it. My fingers just <laughs> pop up. I can't. It's it's completely involuntary. These bad boys, I do it. Do you? Okay. My friend sent me this meme the other day. Well, she didn't send it to me. She posted it publicly and I related to it. So I acted as though she had sent it to me directly. Um, yep. A friend of mine posted a meme the other day where she was like, uh, it was like a, a, like a tense man sweating. And it was like me passing by a mirror and trying not to give myself a peace sign. Yeah. I do it all of the time. <laughs> Always. It's a curse. I see myself in the mirror and I immediately do a. <laughs> God, I don't. It's a curse um... to be trapped in this body. <laughs> I don't. Th- I'm trying to think if I do anything at all. Uh, passing in front of mirrors or posing for photos. Um, <laughs> at my first up? ever Comic-Con in my Spider-Man costume, I did a lot of thumbs ups. And I, <laughs> I don't know why. It's not a very Spider-Man thing to do. No, Peter Parker isn't specifically known for thumbs upping, is he? You would know better than I would. Uh, yeah, actually, in issue fifty-four of uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, See, he, you joke, but I would believe you. He swears off making a thumbs up symbol after he accidentally killed uh, Aunt May with it. Classic. Yeah, classic Spider-Man problems. God. Accidentally killing people you love. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit though, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I so, well, I think that like I think that for like like men maybe they you have not been socialized like I feel like this is a very femininely socialized thing. Like popping up a peace sign maybe. and maybe it's not it's a socialization thing. I don't know. I but do it like, a lot as like a coping mechanism. <laughs> I don't know, like when I'm feeling awkward, it's like a I think the other side of that is doing flashing like gang signs and shit. Like making um gonna spell <laughs> blood with my fingers to let everyone know how hard I can do I that. Am. Not in a sexual way, like in a tough way. I can do that. <laughs> you do you doing it. Oh boy. <laughs> you better you better take that down now. Uh, no screenshots, no screenshots. Got it. Got Sending it to Crips.com. <laughs> I remember in middle school, it was really cool to do the West Side thing, because West Coast. It was very cool in my Catholic school to whip that bad boy out. Yeah, I don't, um, I'm honestly just going through my hands and trying to make some sort of something that I would pose with in a photo. You just flipped me off. What? What? (laughs) I'm trying to remember what we did. There was some, I got called into the principal's office a lot in middle school. Like in seventh and eighth grade, I got called into the principal's office more than I had all of the other seven years I was there combined. And one of them was because we went on a school tour of like a high school 
uh, in the area. And I think I'm trying to remember, I'm pretty sure I wasn't flipping anyone off. I think I was just making a, like a deadpan face and my principal called me into the office and yelled at me about it. <laughs> yeah. And okay. said that I was reflecting badly on the middle school and that kind of was like, Oh, now no high schools will accept you and jokes on her. Miss Cordy. I did get accepted to high school. And then college, and then I got rejected by grad school. So it took that long to catch up with me. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like if you were born 100 years ago, you'd be dead by now. Exactly. I would have had 14 children already. You would have had three husbands. Three husbands. I'm... All of whom died mysteriously in the same barn. Well, you don't have to drag me like that. Uh, you admitted earlier in this episode that you were capable of serial killing. So. <laughs> no, I didn't say serial killing. I said I could probably kill Bradley Cooper. <laughs> you said serial kill. Those were your words. <laughs> I would just kill every Bradley Cooper I met. That's fair. Well, famous then and I, non-famous. I would suggest visiting the set of The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, because there are many a Bradley Cooper. Well, now I'm excited. Uh, anyways, hit, that, hit him with that hang loose. I think that's also called a shaka. Isn't that like a shaka? A shaka bra? Uh, I think that's right. Those are the same thing. Yes. Yeah. A shaka is a hang loose is a shaka is a hang loose. Yeah. You know? But a rectangle can't be a square. No. But squares you know? can be rectangles. We try to fit in just a little bit of geometry with our Jesus here. We figured there's a lot of kids Christ now who are listening to this podcast because they don't have school anymore. So we have to be both a... Uh, because I applied for some grants and there are some very strict qualifications for those. So we actually have to be uh, an educational... Uh, podcast. Podcast. We've been well. relegated by the state to become an educational podcast and God help them. So you're going to get some just little educational tidbits here and there. Uh, so tune in in a couple minutes. We'll talk about P Pythagorean Theorem. Great. All Great. right, so I've got another one. Uh, I got a new one from Tallinn. <clears throat> Here we go. You're welcome. D thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, your palmy and you and I came out at the same time. You are a squat brunette, wide-beamed with a true gait. It makes me ready. Hit me up. What? <laughs> what is this person a gate are they a fence is this a, a misconnection for a fence they're a well, squat brunette so they're brown uh, so they're huh? it's a fence this is a love letter to a fence <laughs> that could be it let's just move on <laughs> um well gate as in as in the, the the length of your stride as you're walking, right? That's what I Why okay, but how are you gonna say tell me wide beamed ain't related to a gate? <laughs> I don't know what wide-beamed means. I know <laughs> old, uh, you know, I feel like there's an older phrase for, I don't know exactly what it applies to, but I've heard it applied to women and and dresses that women would wear. This was from a 50s radio Wide-beamed? No, but right what? on the beam <laughs> is the phrase. Um, like a... Like a dress that gives a woman a right-on-the-beam look. What does that mean when I say that? I have no idea. It sounds like it, that woman is a gate. A fence. It sounds <laughs> like that woman's a fence. Uh, a lot of women wear fences back in the 50s, so it could be. Um, Shocking. Also, ruddy. I know that rutting is like a gross way of saying having sex. 
that I don't like. It makes me think of like farm animals rutting, you know, rut, rutting. Uh, that thank you all of the weird medieval fantasy I read as a child. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, explains a lot. Yeah. Well, doesn't it though? <laughs> um, your pommy also. So I'm guessing that's a Pomeranian, but why? Oh my God. I thought it was your mommy. I thought Oof. it was. <laughs> Oof. I'm lost. I'm totally, this one just whooshed over my head. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of the rest of it that does that to me too, but that's the only part I felt like I understood. As a Pomeran- Pomeranian owner, yeah, is are is Palmy like a thing? Um, I've never heard Palmy. I've heard Palm though, and you know I've okay. gone to a website called PetPalm.com. Ooh, I made a profile for my dog on a, do- a website called Dogster, which was a, uh, a offshoot of the original Facebook, which was called Friendster. Wow. Nobody really... Do you remember Friendster? Did you have a Friendster? I didn't have a Friendster, but I, I do remember it. Yeah, Friendster existed before Facebook, and it was a social media site. And there was an offshoot of it called Dogster uh, that my parents allowed me to make a profile for my dog. And we were in, a, like, a group of, like, thousands of dogs whose names were all Jake. my <laughs> dog's name was Jake. <laughs> the most common dog name is Jake. It's a pretty... It's up there. Yeah, and I... We would... When we would go walk my dog at the dog park, we would, like, meet other people on Dogster. Like, it was popular, and then we would wow. go home and add them on Dogster. Ugh. Now... What's not fair about that? Well, two things. First of all, when you said Dogster, I thought it was going to be an offshoot of Monster.com, and it was going to be a website where dogs apply for jobs. <laughs> dogs will never be a part of the economy. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I wish... Uh, he's, like, in the room with me, but I wish Mishka would pull his weight. Like, he's been living with us for years and hasn't, hasn't paid, paid a, a cent of rent. Ah, bastard. And it actually costs more for him to be here, so, you know, it would be fair. Um, number two, though... What's not fair about this concept is that the dog doesn't have any autonomy in its own friend-making abilities or ability to, you know, know, explore relationships. Well, he made, Jake would make friends, and then we would go talk to the owner of the dog he made friends with and be like, do you have a dogster? So in a way, (laughs) yes, he did have a little bit of autonomy over his friendship-making. I guess so, but like you have to monitor their social media habits at all times. Like, could you imagine? He's not going to do it with his little paws. <laughs> what if you were like four years old and your mom made you a Facebook account, but like you weren't allowed to do shit on it? Well, and since like, I'm a human person, it would be a little upsetting, but because this is a dog who has no concept of what a social media is, I feel pretty okay about it. Okay. All right. I just feel like, you know, I don't want to be too hands-on of a dog, of a palm parent, you know? I just want to... Okay, you know what? I've sent you another misconnection. Can you please just (laughs) cold read that? Thank you. I I think we could get at least another 10 minutes of material out of Ruddy. Ruddy here. I don't like that. (laughs) Neither do I. Let's move on. Jennifer! No ID at Herbery, Vancouver. Please contact me. I got you a 20 of banana. You had no aid. You had your yearbook. Please contact me. I think about you all the time. I want to hear from you. Corey B. You read that very accurately. All of the all caps. I really felt the all caps coming through your body and voice. You know, I don't believe anyone uses all caps on accident. You know it's there. You know, you want to be read a certain way. So. No, you're right. You're right. 
Um, this okay, okay. This is making sense to me. This I think this. Yeah, I think this person just they. I think somebody asked them to buy them some weed because they didn't have their ID on them. They asked this them to person, buy twenty of banana. Twenty of it. And I just think that that you know they got used and they're not ready to accept the truth that Jennifer is not coming back. She just needed that banana, banana OG, and then she bounced. Twenty, I'm I'm assuming pre rolls. Twenty twenty dollars maybe worth. I uh, maybe it was twenty bucks worth of flour or something. Okay. Because okay. I'm doubting it was twenty grams. That's a fair. That's a lot of weed. That's a lot of. That's weed. a fair amount of weed. Not that I would know, Dad. Mom. Wink. <laughs> also, don't listen to our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, speaking of our next episode, we'll just plug it here real quick. Uh, As we all know, Craig's Essential Crisis' favorite uh, holiday, 420, is coming up. Made even more special by the fact that it is 42020. And this entire month is 420, which, just be glad we didn't do a month of these episodes. Um, No. We are releasing a very special episode in addition to our live episode. Um, we are also going to be releasing an episode uh, on Sunday. So if you're listening to them on Thursday, we're releasing an episode this coming Sunday. Uh, it will be our annual 420 episode. Uh, we basically just get blazing and uh, and go ahead and record a podcast together. So keep yeah. an eye out on your podcast streaming sites for that. We'll plug it again at the end of the episode so you remember. Yeah. I'm going to try to get a little uh, less giggly. No! Hytalon is so fun. He's such a I fun guy. I, I just couldn't. I wasn't <laughs> making good podcast choices. <laughs> you weren't functional, but boy, were you fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how this one turns out. Um, Maybe we should go score 20 of banana. Score 20. So, okay. So, <laughs> this person had no ID, but they had their yearbook? That was also, maybe they were like, maybe, hear me out. Because this is something that my dumb brain would do. They were like, fuck, I don't have my ID. I don't have a passport. What can I do to prove my age? And then they were like, boom. What has my, what has, what year I graduated from high school and my face in it and my name. Wow. So I bet they brought their yearbook to the dispensary. Like, this is all making sense. A yearbook should be a valid form of identification. Like if you like had airports. to suffer, yeah, if you had to suffer through high school, you deserve to get you're, into wherever you're trying to get into. Yeah, you made it to the end of the year, obviously, so you know, you're a good student. That's important cuz bad students don't have ID. And then, you know, that shows the year you were there, so you can probably infer your age generally and maybe there'd have to be some looser rules cuz you know, there's Kids who are gifted who pass through schools earlier. So it's not an automatic guarantee that they're over 21, but maybe it's like, well, here I am in the extracurricular activities section. Here I am winning like cross country meets. And uh, I don't know. Do you know any kids who wouldn't be born in the proper year for me to be 21 at this point who'd be able to do that in 1997? Wow, you're really spinning an airtight case right now for. Uh... I think I'm going to take this all the way to D.C. I think I'm going to push for this because uh, it's one, it's also motivation for people to keep their yearbooks instead of just having them end up in a, you know, in a storage unit. You, you put them in your car dash. Your, your, uh, you put them in your car dashian. Your car dash. And you get them in your car dashian and you're good to go. You're, you're pretty G to G. Yeah. 
G2G. I like this. And I, okay, coming from the point of view of Jennifer here, as a scam, this is pretty <laughs> airtight. <laughs> Boys, we could be running a racket right now. <laughs> They've got, because, like, honestly, I mean, they, you just got to find the right person. You got to find your Corey B. Because this person, if it were me and someone wanted me to buy them weed, I'd be like, well, give me the money first, and then we're square. And this person was like, I trust you, Jennifer. I don't need the money now. I don't even need it today. You just hit me up whenever you can. I'll hit you up on Craigslist later. I'm just, I'm personally so glad that I have never been asked to buy anyone anything illegal because I... For all of this rebellious nature I put ahead, I am such a baby. I am baby. I was such a rule follower. I would be so scared of accidentally buying a mine or something. Like, that was my greatest fear, and that's why I always just make friends with people older than me. I was, like, so scared when I turned 21. Somebody was going to ask me to buy them alcohol, and I would have to be like, uh, no. Because, like, so many, like, that was me completely not paying it forward. Because a lot of people helped me out when I was under ah. 21 and bought me alcohol. And I was 100% not willing to do, put my neck out for anyone else. I'm not going to jail for a kid. Hell um, no. Hell no. The closest I ever got was, like, when I captained an improv team. I was probably underage, too. We cap we did, like, a show for, like, a engineering, like, fellowship. And they gave us our own private dining room before the show. And they just had bottles and bottles of wine sitting out. And so we all had a little bit of wine. And we were like, ooh, this is saucy. None of us are 21. Man. Yeah. I No. I, I, first of all, I didn't even drink until I was like 22. Um, no judgment. I was afraid of breaking any laws. And then by the time I did start drinking, uh, you know, I hadn't grown the, 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 the acquired taste for it yet. So it was just like, oh, <laughs> this is like... Gross soda. I get it. Yeah, no, it totally. is. I mean, it still is. <laughs> I uh, I regrettably enjoy beer now. Like the flavor of it. Like I just like the taste, and I hate that. I hate that. I like it. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to break any laws. Good tissues. And, good um, good tissues. Yeah, it's goody tissues. I don't remember where I was going with what I was Yeah, saying. I don't know either, but if you have another misconnection, I'll read it. That's kind of your way. Uh, but the main point is, uh, Corey B., I'm sorry, bud. You're, you're not going to get your I don't. Yeah, I'm so man. sorry. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. They think about them all the time. That's rough. Corey B., you got it bad. And I just want to say, I don't know if it's going to work out for you, buddy. Yeah. I, uh, I you seem know. cool. You seem you cool. You seem cool. You seem cool. It's really sweet of you to buy someone 20 of banana, but I just, um, you know, at this point, I think you need to kiss that 20 goodbye. Mwah. Mwah. Kiss it goodbye. Um, speaking of holidays, here's one for you. Tell me more. I won't, but you can read it. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Twenty of banana. Did you uh, did you send it? <laughs> yeah, I sent it. Jesus, it's it's there it goes. Uh, there it goes. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Okay. Missed connecting with Cadbury eggs. Harvey Marine Rabbit's house. 
Since up is down and down is up, I forgot it was my favorite candy time of year. I feel that the cream filling would have really helped make everything better, as it usually does. Especially when I lick it out separately and leave the chocolate shell for last. Too messy to do it the other way around. Yeah, no, duh. How could you eat the candy shell and leave the goo? This person's an idiot. This person's apparently tried. And it's a bad idea. Eat around the filling. Were you the one who recommended uh, Gourmet Makes to me by Bone Oh, Appetit? yeah. Okay, I started... See, this was my media I was going to talk about. We're not doing that at the end of the episode anymore, so let's <laughs> talk about it now. Started sure. watching it. I am dazzled. I am I am enthralled. I cannot look away. I feel like I knew you would like it. I loved it. I watched the Cadbury egg episode, and I loved it. The My favorite thing... Um, so Gourmet Makes, this is a show where they try to make, remake popular foods that, like, you just don't have any idea how they make them. Like Cadbury eggs. Like, what is that? So, like, Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Yeah, Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Uh, my favorite was when she put the dehydrated cheese in the blender for the Cheeto episode. (laughs) That was one of my favorite things I've ever seen. (laughs) Because it just bounced around and, like, wouldn't blend. (laughs) It was just like a slice of cheese slamming around a blender. I, um, yeah, I've fallen deeply in love with Claire. And uh, her little quiet frustration. <laughs> yeah, food. she's she's a star. She's uh, a real food star. But yeah, Cadbury eggs. Also, you know, I'm not dumb. I'm assuming this might not actually be about Cadbury eggs. Here's the thing, Sarah. I think it is absolutely 100% about Cadbury eggs. Do you? I really, what, I think it's so genuinely about Cadbury eggs. I don't think it's about anything else. What could it possibly be if you were to break it down? What could it be about? I really don't know. I just, I feel like cream filling is said, and then from there on, like, and just, like, getting so visceral of, like, liking to lick it out separately. Like, that's just. That's, that's if that is about not chocolate eggs, it is disgusting. Well, I think they, they, you know, you, you can think about chocolate where does that come from? <laughs> no, gross. They're, they're, well, okay, you know what? Some people like butt stuff, Tallinn. You There's can't the difference just... between butt stuff and poop stuff. There's <laughs> a, a hard difference. I don't know. Can you separate butt stuff from poop stuff? For the most part, yeah. I just feel like there's never 100% separation. Now we're getting into something else. <laughs> You're making this gross. It's about chocolate eggs. <laughs> It's about chocolate eggs. Okay, okay, I defer to you. If you believe it is about chocolate eggs, I am not here to burst your Cadbury cream Would egg. You just, can you read the whole thing again with the new subtext that it actually isn't about chocolate eggs? Since up is down, and down is up. I forgot that it was my favorite candy time of year. I feel that the cream filling would have really helped make everything better as it usually does. Especially when I lick it out separately and leave the chocolate shell for last. Too messy to do the other way around. So what is Ask. So what is the other way around in this context? Like going for the my parents do listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so painfully aware of that in this exact moment. Sarah, they you have nothing else to, to do but sit at home and listen to this. <laughs> Never have I been more more <laughs> aware of that fact. <laughs> you did this. I just, you know what it means. You don't just have say to it. ask me. I'm not gonna say it out loud. I just, I literally, I don't know what. Well, it would I think mean the cream, 
the cream filling, so like the front, do the front first and then the back. You know what I'm saying? And then it's too messy to go from the back to the front. Ooh, that's your. I feel like you're putting a lot between the lines. I'm not. There's no front or back talk here. No, there isn't, but I'm using euphemisms because I don't want to say the real thing. <sighs> I just, I'm fine. It's, um, I don't want to kink shame. You want to kink shame. But we don't kink shame on this podcast. I, right. I mean, we do. More, we definitely do. Accurate. I feel like that's a lie. We definitely have. Eating feces does not appeal to me. I don't think, but I don't think it's necessarily about eating feces specifically. I think it's just a reference. It's like a way to reference a butt. Well, I don't think the metaphor tracks very well. I just, (laughs) I, I, first of all, we have ruined Cadbury eggs. We have. I'm sorry to everybody who actually genuinely likes those because they are now ruined. Yeah, sorry. I don't think I've ever really had a legit one. I think I had one. They're good. They're real good. I like them. They are good. I will never eat one again. Well, your loss. More cream eggs for the rest of us. Or is this a business opportunity? Can we release some sort of Craig's Essential Crisis brand butt-shaped Cadbury eggs? No. Are you sure? Because I yeah. feel like <laughs> if okay, if you if this Cadbury was the way asses. you were going to make a million dollars, would you do it? Yes, of course. I do this a lot to make a million dollars. For. This would be the top and bottom of your Wikipedia page entry. That's fine. Okay, I'll remember that when mm-hmm. I make a deal with the devil next. All right, Cadbury Asses by Craig's Central Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and send you a new one. Yeah, uh, I, get, I think I got go it. Go ahead and cold read that. Great. <laughs> Here we go. I stand out. Am I the only one that thinks seeing women wear a mask is sexy? It makes you realize how beautiful eyes are. Just my opinion. Hope all is well with everyone. Stay safe and have a great rest of the week. Okay, first, a gentle, gentle slap on the wrist. This is not a missed connection. Yeah. Yep. I, this is I, not a connect. You didn't make a connection with any one single person. Everyone's wearing a mask right now. So you can't even say it was just like one person with a mask because we all know everyone's got one. Yeah. I I think, uh, you know, surely they just wanted to give everyone some some good wishes of a, of a good week. You know, you know, sometimes you just... <sighs> Yeah, they're you, you trying ever to see those write Facebook up. posts. <laughs> they're being like, boys, don't be down. You could still catcall women. They still look sexy in those face masks. Yeah. I would still have sex with a woman in a face mask. Ugh, I've only heard horror stories of how catcalling has like increased because there's less people around. Wait, has it? Re- I mean, I haven't left the house in so long. <laughs> yes. Years. Uh, I don't know how. If I don't, you know, know how they measure that but i think there is some truth to the idea that because there are less people around to poop poo it the people who are out there are just doing it the cat so. callers they prowl yes that sucks prowl. so um honestly we talked about how hard it is to express yourself with just your eyes it is it is and has it made me realize how beautiful eyes are? No, because I'm saying six feet the fuck away. Exactly. Like, I'm not getting close enough to observe their the details of someone's eye at this moment. Also, did this person just discover a new kink? Because, I mean, that's good for them. I'm really into just just eyes. Just um... But, like, masks. Masks are a thing. I feel like that's a an established community. 
Oh, for shizzle. Yeah. <laughs> I have never heard as... you say that before. <laughs> I don't know why it came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was like your reflexive peace sign in the mirror. You just, it was a comfort thing. It just came right out of you. That's what it is. You know, instead of me making actual hand gestures in the mirrors or in photos, it's, it's, it comes out in my words. What I, the That's things true. I say. Um, you know, I actually, I did find this misconnection too. This is one I had saved. Uh, I know. I'd save 20, like, don't worry. But, uh, I don't know. Is this weird? Is it, like... Oh, I think it's, I mean, to be fair, like, I mean, I think it is a little weird, but I think it's, this is just a person trying to look on, look on the bright side of life, you know? On the bright side, eyes are fucking sexy. Yeah, on the bright side, your eyes are giving me a bone right now, so. Okay, here's one for you. We're for burning threes today. We got a lot of content. Um, this one, I, uh, am excited for you to read. Okay, I'm excited to read it too. I'm stalling. Eleven years ago, Stacy from The Dolphin. Trying to connect with a girl I met who was a dancer at The Dolphin. Her stage name was Stacy, and I'll not mention her real name, but it starts with an R. You had a young daughter, and I had a son. We joked about my financial business, and you told me to let you know when I made my first 10 million, as I only had 1.2 million at the time. Well, a decade later, and I now have $10 million in my account, free and clear. I had your number, but that obviously doesn't belong to you anymore. Thanks for the inspiration, Bill. That's kind of like, that's almost, that's almost the beginning, or the pitch to like a, a movie, like a romance movie. Ah, uh, who would want to watch that? The, the, the millionaire and... It's literally pretty, it's literally pretty one. Is Richard Gere a millionaire in that movie? I he's got a lot of money. Um, ten million. I think so. The I don't know. I to be perfectly honest with you, I've never seen Pretty Woman, so I hey, don't know. Hey Siri, what is the net worth of Richard Gere's character in Pretty Women? Woman, sorry. Pretty, <laughs> you mixed up Little Women and Pretty Woman. Okay, I found this on the web for what is the net worth of Richard Gere's character in Pretty Women? <laughs> Woman, sorry, check it out. <laughs> great, great. So we're gonna check that out. Pretty women woman, sorry. <laughs> um, this is just giving me Richard Gere's net worth and not his character. Well, what is Richard Gere worth? Oh boy. Uh, hold for that story. Again, if you're just joining us, we're about to reveal Richard Gere's net worth. Uh, so we have this in from uh, Google, from Daily Mail. And uh, first of all, it starts with a lovely section on who is Richard Gere, and I'd like to dive into that. Oh my god, okay, I'm coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't on. want it. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I don't want it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> his, his middle name is Tiffany, did you know? No, is that fake? That is real. So, I, I don't should... honestly need to read any more of that article. I nope. got what I came for. That was enough. That was enough. Tiffany, really? Richard Tiffany Gear. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Is he part of the Tiffany? I mean, everyone in Hollywood is related to somebody who helped them get famous. Is he related oh, to the know. famous Tiffany clan? Uh, you want me to ask Siri about no, it? No, I don't. I really don't. I don't want it. <laughs> okay. So do we believe this bill has $10 million? Do we believe it? I think if Bill does have $10 million, Bill is literally setting himself up to get scammed right now yeah he's literally like i'm a man who is desperate for connection i also have 10 million dollars and i'm willing to meet somebody off the internet you might as well like i don't know 
go on like Instagram Live outside your house and show your street address and be like, "Hi, I uh, am going to be leaving my multi-million dollar mansion here while I go to Spain for a couple of weeks, and uh, here's my address." And um, yeah, I have no security system. Pretty much, Bill. We're just saying this is the wild west of the internet. You need to be careful out here, Bill. Before it becomes the literal wild, wild west all over again because of the COVID. The COVID. <laughs> I watched the Tiger King, uh, uh, re- like, reunion special, and one of the guys kept ending his sentences with, because of the COVID. And it was really funny to me. <laughs> Wait, they filmed it that recently? Yeah, they filmed it via, like, Zoom, so. Oh, wow. That was, that's wild. Yeah. Now we're making, we're literally making Netflix shows with COVID content. That's God, can we talk about how weird the commercials have become? Because they're all just using stock footage, and it's all just voiceovers being like, things are really shitty right now, huh? Anyway, uh, thank you to our employees, Subway. I haven't watched a commercial in years, so I don't know how weird they're getting. I'm sorry. (laughs) I only see them on Hulu, and literally every commercial break is a descent into our dystopian world that I am currently trying to escape from by watching television. And every commercial break wants to make me cry, and... And you do. And you do every single commercial break, don't you? I weep now at the sight of a Nike Swish. Well, your eyes are very sexy, so it's okay if you cry. That's okay. I just don't believe that Bill has $10 million. I think maybe he met a woman at a bar and joked about having $1.2 million, and 10 years later, he's just trying to get his beak wet. I don't know. Maybe she wants to get her hole filled by a millionaire. Her stage name was Stacy. Yeah. Well, because you don't want to give people your real name, because people who go to strip clubs sometimes are, you know? Totally. I understand that. Are you just saying you if, already, you, if you were allowed to have a stage name, you'd have something spicier than Stacy? <laughs> yeah, Stacy's not a very good stage name. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Maybe it probably, was in tribute to someone telling you don't know. That could be it, but I will never know because they can never reveal those details because that would be too much information. It would be. But I do like that they tantalizingly said, your real name did start with an R. Yeah, as if stage name Stacy, who worked at the Dolphin, like there's five of them. <laughs> they need to <laughs> separate which Stacy's which. Real, real name R. Stacy, yeah. Stacy's like it's a stage name in the way that like there are names on baristas' aprons at Starbucks, but what you don't know is that um, they're just swapping around that name tag throughout the several people who have that same shift during the week. So yeah, there's actually like, five who wants bills. to be the Justin today. Yeah, like, who's our Justin today? Oh, uh, David's our Justin. Okay, cool. And that way, if somebody comes back in and is really mad about a drink, you can never quite quack, track it down. Quack yeah. it down. Never quite quack it down. Good God, I'm losing it. Hey, I don't have any more connections. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm here to say we are releasing a very special episode soon. I think if we leave it tantalizingly, I'm not mad about it. I think that is pretty, pretty fair. Let me, um, God, here's the thing. I have a variety of things we could end this podcast with. I have like a pretty gross one. Do you want me to pick a number between one and three? Uh, Would that help you? Here, you read them and think about them while I do all the plugs. Got it? Great. Go ahead. 
All right. Well, thanks so much for listening this week, Craigs. Uh, we appreciate you. Please remember to give us a like and subscribe on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you're listening to. Uh, remember to share this episode with your friends. Uh, it means a lot to us when you do tell your friends and family about us. That's how we get spread because we ain't got a big budget like one of those Hollywood movies. Um, if you uh, comment something and you leave us a five-star review, Tallinn will read it. I won't read it. Tallinn will read it in its entirety. Um, no matter it, what. No matter no what. That's what he said. Uh, no matter what. Um, if you have any misconnection stories of your own or have any that you want to send in to us, uh, go ahead and hit us up at Craig Crypod. That's C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to read them. We've read a couple of great user submissions recently, uh, so definitely keep them coming. And then uh, two very special announcements that we mentioned throughout the show. The first is that this coming Sunday, we're going to be releasing a special 420 episode. So definitely keep an eye out for that one. Um, it's going to be celebrating the season. Uh, and our second big important pod podcast news is uh oh my god this uh not this next saturday the 25th at 8 p.m on twitch tv dot um sorry oh my god i messed it up twitch.tv Twitch TV. slash kickstand comedy we will be doing a live episode of this podcast which is so exciting we're gonna have some panelists um that you've never heard from before and um, maybe some returning guests as well uh and we're gonna be doing a live version of this podcast with some never before seen segments and games do not miss it. It's going to be fantastic. Again, that is Saturday the 25th at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash kickstandcomedy. Pacific uh, time. 8 p.m. Pacific time. 8 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, thank you so much to Rosie Sherman, who plays our um, plays our intro music. We always love to hear it. And uh, hey, Tom, you ready to bring me, bring me home? <laughs> I will bring you home, but I did want to make sure uh, mm-hmm. that instead of plugging some content for you to watch or listen to oh, this yeah. week... Uh, we wanted to plug somewhere that, uh, if you are fortunate enough to have some extra funds, uh, there are definitely people out there who could use it, and so I think we should be plugging a new organization, probably one new one per episode, but, uh, this week we're gonna plug Oregon Food Bank. Yeah, Oregon Food Bank is great. We're just doing this because we know that a lot of stimulus checks are coming in, a lot of people's belts are tightening, that disparity uh, between the have and the have-nots is always widening, and anything you can do to help uh, out with that I think is important to do. Um, And this isn't to shame or judge or pressure anybody, just we thought we'd mention it. Um, So yeah, one great charity you could donate to is the the Oregon Food Bank. Um, They have a great rating on Charity Navigator, which is a great website and resource to use if you are planning on doing donating money. Um, They rate on terms of accountability um, financially as well as transparency. Uh, And Oregon Food Bank rated like a 94, which is a great score. Uh, They provide food to um, communities in need. They can do so much more with a dollar than they can with a can of food. Uh, It's nuts. They can buy so much food with that. So any amount you can donate to them. Go ahead and donate it because uh, be there are fair, a lot of people. Have you ever right tried now. to go shopping and pay with cans of food? It doesn't work. Very it doesn't well. work, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, no. Dollars are better. That's dollars what they always are say. better. Sir, uh, unless dollars you are got better. unless you got twenty of banana. Yeah. Then donate cans. That. Twenty of banana dollars. That's the ranking. That's exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Oregon Food Bank, go ahead and donate if you are can. Obviously, you know, not everyone's going to be able to. Times are tough right now. I'm fortunate enough to still have a job and a consistent paycheck right now. I know there's lots of other people who aren't. So, yeah, you know, 
do what you look can do. out for you, each other. You know. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. all uh, we all could help each other out a bit here. Uh, I did send you a final misconnection to take us home, and uh, that'll be all for the show. Go ahead and read that, my boy. Oh my god. Okay. Need a new toilet? M4F. Las Vegas. If you're an open-minded girl, bored with the current one, and are craving to relieve all urges on a new, warm, personal toilet with amazing full-wipe feature, reply with, I need to relieve. I'm Talon Bigelow. And I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Craig's Essential Crisis. Crisis. (laughs) See you on Sunday and then on Saturday. Hang loose.